Welcome to Story Boys! Yes, welcome to Story Boys. Welcome! Max, do you... Max, do you notice anything different about me? Do you notice anything different about me? If I... Uh, could explain, I'm now a man about town. I'm a metropolitan man now, Max. You live in Philadelphia. I'm now the city boy of the two boys. And you are the Jersey boy. <laughs> I am the Jersey boy. I've always wanted to live in New Jersey. It's been a dream of yours. <laughs> I'm finally living the dream. I'm living the dream right now. Great. Well, I'm so excited to be making a podcast with you today. And part of that reason is because you get to tell a story today. I know. I'll be telling the story and I'm going to wing it. Let's go ahead and dig into it. Let, let me let me frame this. I've changed locations, so now the way that I get ready for a story, boys, is a little different. I'm in a large armchair with built-in cup holders, and I've got a, a mug of hot chocolate, and the, and the fireplace is roaring, and it's 90, wow. 95 degrees. I'm in my big plush robe, and I'm ready to hear a story. I was going to say, I have a pipe right now a really long pipe and i'm sitting also in an armchair with uh one of those carpets that's made out of a, a lion's body like it's fur spread across the ground sure sure in a cabin we specifically moved to these settings so that it would match our podcast a little bit better the theme and the aesthetic yeah all of our stories have happened either in a metropolitan area or in new jersey so or in like a sewer <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Once upon a time, Janet, a woman, decided she was going to go drop off a letter at the mail, the post office. So she gathered her knapsack, her favorite shoes, her long socks. She grabbed her mug full of water and she left the door. On her way out, she tripped on the steps and bumped her leg on these concrete steps, falling down only four steps, but catching herself at the very bottom. She was in a lot of pain, but she continued to walk towards the post office. She goes down the street and she comes across a really beautiful Chinese tree with cherry blossoms <laughs> and very dark wood. Uh -huh. And lovely, beautiful furry caterpillars and colors and shapes all over their skin. And she walks underneath and she's enjoying the shade. She's got the envelope in her hand and her knapsack in her other. And she has put the mug in the bag at this point so that she can carry all of these things. Sure, but sure. she's under this lovely tree and she continues on and she sees a beautiful fountain that happens to be near the town square where the post office is located on the opposite side she comes across this beautiful fountain and it's glistening in the water and the water is beautiful and lovely birds fly all around in circles all the way up kind of like a tornado a reverse tornado going up to the sky where the water is just blowing up into the sky and it's absolutely beautiful it's chilly near the fountain so she sits by the fountain she puts her knapsack down she puts the envelope into her knapsack she puts the mug down with her water she takes out her phone she takes a beautiful photo of herself selfie 
This is Janet taking a selfie by the fountain and the beautiful birds. And she puts it back in the knapsack. And she goes over to the post office and she takes out her letter and she puts her mug down. She delivers the letter and she says, please pass this letter on. (laughs) And the post office attendant says, well, Janet, another letter, have we? Janet says, kindly, please deliver this letter for me. And he says, sure thing. So she escapes the post office. She walks across the street to the beautiful fountain. However, the water is not as pretty as before. Hmm. And the birds have been replaced with gnats. And the bricks look like they're rotten. And there's actually smashed caterpillars around the fountain as well. And then she realizes she forgot her mug. So she goes back into the post office and grabs her mug says hi to the post office attendant and then she leaves and she notices that the fountain is still the same (laughs) so she goes home and she's (laughs) under this beautiful tree however she notices that there's no leaves on the tree it actually is just a standard regular tree and there's a bunch of rotten open cocoons all around the tree and the leaves are eaten up There's no caterpillars and it's not as shady as before and she doesn't feel as great. And then she walks back into her house and she sees the steps and she takes five big steps going up these stairs leading up into her house. She takes a deep breath, a sigh of relief. She goes inside. She places her knapsack on the counter. She sits in a beautiful armchair, takes out her mug, drinks the water until it's all gone, opens up her cell phone. And sees that beautiful selfie of the birds in the water by the beautiful fountain. And she turns it off and she closes her eyes. The end. Okay. I decided to paint a vignette today. I really wanted to go for a vignette to see if we can come up with some meaning behind why the story could be possibly a good story. So you want to play with my story? That's right, Max. I want to have a little fun with this wonderful vignette that you've told today. It's a beautiful little situation that we've got this this young woman and going on a journey and noticing really interesting things back and forth. The whole journey is is uh is a lot we can talk about and unpack. <laughs> what is the first thing that you want to unpack here with my story about Janet? So, let's let's step through the story just a little bit and maybe we'll discover some stuff along the way. I want to I want to leave some time before my my big thesis statement that I want to pitch to you. Um <laughs> because it's going to be a real big one. Sure, yeah. I mean, if you've got a thesis statement that's going to explain the purpose of this story, I'm interested in hearing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Janet, do you want me just to do it? You want me just to drop that? Drop it now. Janet is a spirit, and she's reliving a particular event in her life, and maybe this happens every day. That could be so beautiful. Another Groundhog's Day situation. Didn't we already have a situation where it was Groundhog's Day? Uh, Or am I making that up? We mentioned it, I think, in the last episode. But this one is more of like the... It's just a recurring spirit energy. We don't know what happened to Janet when she did pass away. But we know what her... her, Maybe this is her fondest memory. What makes you think that she's a spirit? Well, so she, she has this sort of like idyllic... There's like very specific things that are happening in the story that maybe if this were a memory of yours, those would be the things that you remember. It's described very vividly, these small details, right? So what kind of things does she remember? Something like if you remembered 
a particular day or an afternoon. You got your mug of water. It's sort of you're gathering all of that. You trip down the steps, but you catch yourself. You know, you encounter some landmarks along the way. That's how you sort of keep the physical space organized in your mind. <laughs> I know where this is going. You, you know, you remember the selfie that you took. That makes a physical memory that you can return to or a digital one. You remember the interaction that you had with the postman, which... Sure, sure, sure. So she's reliving these experiences yeah. over and over again. I would, I would love to unpack the dialogue between her and the postman in a little bit. And, but once she... Maybe she never makes it back from the post office in, in this particular afternoon experience that she's reliving. Because when she's on her way back, it seems like... It, you don't say that they've aged, but things... You could probably interpret it that way. Things are a little bit so, darker. Things are sort of falling apart. We've created a ghost story. And you're trying to figure out when she died. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so you're saying Janet died somehow. I'm saying Janet died. On The trek back is she's she's done reliving that particular afternoon. And now her spirit is just returning back to her apartment. And she gets to her couch and then she closes her eyes and when she opens them back up it's time to go drop off another letter i think what makes you want janet to go through this forever infinite situation why are you doing that as the reader to, for creating this type of situation what makes you want to do that to her it's not that i want to do it to anybody i don't have any personal but you did. Inclinations. I did do it. The reason why... You do have a personal inclination. Is because I think that it's a compelling... It's a compelling way to, to move the story. I think that, you know, maybe if you were if you were into that kind of thing, if you believed in spirits... You are into that kind of thing. Your inclination was to kill my character. <laughs> and your inclination was to put her through an eternity of hell. Uh, no. An eternity of, of uncomfort. It's not hell. She she has a really wonderful afternoon. She has a really really wonderful forever. afternoon. It's but it's forever. That's the that's the thing about <laughs> what if throughout the story she's aware of this situation. She's crying the whole time. She's not. <laughs> Maybe she she's has a great time. She takes this is really selfie. scary. Now you made a scary story. Why do spirits <laughs> stick around after death? Why do spirits stick around after death? Because they have unfinished business. Exactly. Always. Exactly. And what kind of unfinished <laughs> business might Janet have? Well, the, okay, so that's there's a lot of things. It could be that she really forgot her mug. Could be that she didn't send the letter like she was supposed to. Yes. Or it could be that. It's because the letter never reached its destination. Of course. Or the mug. It was under your nose the whole time. <laughs> I want to figure out who was she sending a letter to. And, who? And yeah, who was she sending the letter to and how come it never reached its terminal destination? Okay, so who is she sending this letter to based on the clues that you have? Well, this is what we know. We know that Janet sends letters frequently because the, How do you know that? Because she goes up and she goes, she says, "Please pass this letter on." And the postman says something like, "Another letter, huh?" And she goes, "Please mail it." And he goes, okay. And that's the interaction that they have. So in this situation, she's crying and she says, just send it already, post office attendant. You have to send the letter. Don't you understand me? He goes, of course. And he takes the letter and he accidentally puts it in the trash can again. Again. And then she has to relive. The she goes outside the post office. She realizes, 
it's progressed even further and the time has gone by and she goes back in to get her mug secretly to check in to see if the post attendant finally put it in the out box but in fact he just puts in the trash can every single time <laughs> so the mailbox it never goes through the, the postman is like a mr bean character where he's just <laughs> every time he's just kind of like unaware and incompetent enough that he just foils <laughs> foils her her goal of being released from this mortal realm every time he accidentally throws it away every time it's butterfinger is he immortal interacting with the ghosts <laughs> is he just not aware or is he a spirit as well or a demon <laughs> oh i like what you've just posited i like that maybe he's the one keeping her there okay so janet um in the waking world in the alive world she says i need to go deliver this letter uh so she walks out the door she falls down the steps she doesn't actually get up she just dies is that where she dies this is the situation the, where she's in the first away. step falling <laughs> yeah she falls and she dies she breaks something she eats it hard she eats it so that's the situation here she's so embarrassed about the bad accident she had eating it so hard on the front steps of her own domicile that she's like <laughs> <laughs> i'm just on the way to mail this this postcard this this letter an envelope this letter this mystery envelope that we'll get into and then she ate it real bad and took a tumble and never really well she did make it down the stairs but she didn't she didn't make it past that yes that could be like one of the ways that she dies maybe it's one of those cycles where there's a million different ways to die and she's trying to get through it without dying it, she became a spirit after the after the fact <laughs> she became a spirit so i'm not really totally sure i don't know how spirits work i you know i can't i i can't say with any kind of authority that i i know it's how it works but maybe it could work like this she <laughs> she grabs her in in this universe yep she grabs her mug of water and her letter and her phone and in her knapsack and her naps and she puts most of it in her knapsack instead of the water she gets up and then she takes one step outside and then falls face first into the sidewalk and face first face first <laughs> she doesn't even get one she breaks step. her crown <laughs> <laughs> she, she yeah she did fall down and break her crown and dropped her mug of water. And so she never made it to the post office. And But if we go with the fact that the postman is some sort of <laughs> tormentor keeping her there, he captures her spirit and is like, well, now this is an obstacle course for you to try to relive this afternoon and succeed in your task. Forever. Forever. And the, the horrible part of that is... Even if she gets to the post office, he's probably just going to throw the letter away. There's some sort of event that she has to trigger in order to make that letter actually get mailed. So what do you think of Janet here? Okay, because we have Janet. She's a poor soul. She falls down. She fetches the pail of water. She breaks her crown. She rolls down the hill or the stairs or whatever. What do you think of Janet, Skylar? How come you're putting her through all of this? Well, I didn't. Let's just be clear. I didn't trip. Janet. Yes, you did. <laughs> I didn't trip her. You killed her. You put her through an eternity of, of uncomfort. Do you think that I'm the postman, the one that put her in this situation? The, yes, I mean, I guess you can. I guess you can say that you're the postman in this situation because you've done it. You've put her in this situation. You've put her through an eternity of 
sadness. So because I think that she's a spirit, I'm now I in the story. I'm inserted into the story. A man comes in and captures her spirit, and it's it looks you. exactly like me. Mr. Bean. It looks like exactly like me, who, if you've never seen me before, I look exactly like Mr. Bean to a T. And now <laughs> I've trapped her spirit because I'm- Yes, you have. Because I'm an yes, evil man now, I guess, because of that. Yes, you did. I made this beautiful vignette. I called it a vignette, okay? And instead you said, no, this is a tragic ghost story. This is, she must have died. <laughs> you're the post office attendant and so i'm asking you to kindly tell our audience why'd you kill her so why'd you do this to her my punishment for making this a ghost story is that <laughs> it's not a punishment it's a request i'm asking you why did you kill janet if i'm her postman you're kind of like my postman right now because now you yes. now i'm in this the cycle of, of being demanded to ask these questions in a hostile tone. I'll tell you who I am, Mr. Bean. I'll tell you who I am. I'm Janet. And all I wanted to do was just drop off a letter and maybe talk about all the imagery that I did. But instead, you killed me. <laughs> and now I'm a ghost. And so I'm asking, why did you kill me? Why'd you kill me? Um, yeah, here's why. Hey, talk about the fountain more. No, I don't want to talk about the fountain. <laughs> oh, you don't want to I'm talk okay. about the fountain. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with not talking about the fountain. This is called flipping the script. Let me <laughs> let me be clear and say that I've never seen a fountain that I thought was interesting to talk about. And I've never seen a tree, a cherry blossom uh. tree that I thought was interesting to talk about on a podcast. I want to talk about ghosts and <laughs> that's about it. That's all I can be bothered to be to invent things about. Is ghosts. That's fine. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's we're just gonna have to deal with you killing my character. So, so we want to get down into it. The reason why I killed you, yes, Janet, is because yes. I thought it would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You literally killed my story because it was too boring. <laughs> I killed your story because I thought it would be a fun thing to do. I thought it'd be interesting to talk about. And I'm not sorry that I've killed your story. I know. And so now we are forcing an eternity of ourselves trying to make sense as to why you would kill someone. Have you ever killed somebody just for the fun of it, Skylar? Not until today when I killed you, <laughs> Janet. No, I'm not Janet anymore. <laughs> Janet's dead. Okay, well, now we have a situation here where you've killed my character. Yes. She's a spirit. And <laughs> so I think what you need to do right now is you're going to have two minutes uh -huh. to create a spinoff second chapter. Okay. That's going to make it a have a little bit more sense. You have two minutes. Okay, sure. Uh, let me just look at the time that it is, and I'm going to start now. Janet opens her eyes. She grabs a mug of water and a letter and her phone and puts it in a parcel bag and then skips out the door. She trips, but she catches herself. Wink. She <laughs> walks down the street and sees a cherry blossom tree, and it's got a bunch of bugs on it, but it's also very pretty. Just then... Wait. A man comes around the tree and says, Janet, what are you doing? You're a ghost and you're stuck in eternity. Can't you see? You're evading my story. Hold up. <laughs> oh, no. This is chapter two of the story. Oh, sure, so this sure, is sure. the repetition. Um, as, so that man, says, as that man jumps out from behind the tree, the <laughs> postman comes up behind him. Running. He's running over. 
he comes up behind him and puts him in a full Nelson. His arms behind his back, and he he pushes him. Janet, over. listen to me. So the elder goes, Janet, listen to me. You're stuck in eternity. The, the postman is evil. The mailman puts his hand over his mouth, <laughs> and and uh, and and pushes the elder in, into a big hole. That was right. She didn't see the big hole the first time, but it is kind of right next to the tree. She didn't see it. She could have fallen in that. She's pretty clumsy. He basically hides her him into. He a, hides he him into a hole, and then, uh, and then Janet thinks, "Oh, that's a, that's that's a little strange." Okay, and she's unfazed, <laughs> unfazed again. So this actually happens every repetition, probably. So she continues on to the fountain. She what happens continues next? Continues on to the fountain. She sees the fountain. It's sparkling, and there's birds and stuff all over it. And she thinks, "What a great." opportunity for herself she pulls out her cell phone to take a selfie but she drops it into the fountain oh and it's ruined she just got it it's the new iphone it was like a thousand dollars and from there the old man appears again and says janet now you've done it you've dropped your phone into the fountain guess what you're stuck in eternity here this is danger and the postman comes up behind him and pushes the old man to a fountain <laughs> it's like a bottomless fountain. A big bottomless fountain. He sinks forever, and then you lose sight of him in the in the what ends up being dark, murky waters of the fountain. Uh, Janet starts on her way to the post office. You see the postman sprinting to try to get there before her because he's just done the fountain pushing. <laughs> she has no idea. She Janet. does not understand any of this. She didn't Poor hear Janet. the old man. She was too busy looking at her drowned phone, which did disappear into the depths of the fountain because it's so deep. She walks. There's no photo. She, uh, there's no photo. Hmm. She walks into the post office, and the postman is there. She sets her mug. She put, puts her mug down, and she goes, Postman, please pass this letter on. And the postman goes, another letter, huh? <laughs> and she goes, please, please pass this letter on. And he goes, <laughs> please. <laughs> he goes, no problem. Oh, wow. And he takes the letter and slides it right to the trash can. And Janet walks out. But this time when she walks out, things are a little brighter. Oh. Like before it was oh. a pleasant, sunny day. Now it's like almost intensely sunny. Things are, are brighter than they were before. Things seem more vibrant. The the reds and the purples of the and the yellows of the flowers and the pink of the, the cherry blossom petals are a lot more vibrant than they were before. The hairy caterpillars glide against the green green grass and the leaves above her. It's like she can see every blade of grass and every pattern on every caterpillar from any distance. As she walks back towards her apartment, things only get more vivid and more detailed and vibrant. You have two sentences left to finish the story. She approaches her apartment door and pulls it open and walks into the light. You killed her again at the end. <laughs> no. You made her die again. No. You, I knew you were going to do that. Of I knew you were going to kill her. No, she ascended. She, she escaped. She ascended as an angel. She escaped. She went to the good place. I made it a good story. You killed her is what you did again. Now she's moved on from this purgatory. So we've created a mess, but uh, I think it could still work. Well, no, <laughs> I think we did, but this story is a real meta narrative. Like, the, if you were to just read a transcription of the story, you wouldn't get it. It wouldn't make a whole lot of sense on paper. 
but we are we're in this one we're in the story that old man was you with old age makeup on yes i was the old man i tried to save janet because you were putting her through a lot of miserable situations i input myself in the story and i was an old man and then you decided to put me in a headlock it was a full nelson but continue and you threw me down a hole because you didn't want me to get involved with the own my own story of the week (laughs) this was my story trying to save my own story and yet you threw me down a hole i threw it i threw you down a hole because here's where the the other twist is going to come at you right obviously i'm i'm still the postman throwing you down a hole and i'm still the postman throwing you into a deep deep fountain but (laughs) i am that and I'll, i'll own up to that i'll own up to that every day of the week is that i'm the mr bean postman but here's the thing is who saved her it was also me oh no you you got your ending because you pushed me down an an infinite hole i I couldn't get out of that (laughs) i pushed you down a hole but then but but she ascends at the end and something changed what what like uh, was there an inscrutable force at work he's not personified as easily as an old man or a post office worker who maybe was the divine sort of oversight in this story that eventually guided her down the correct path am i that as well you're that powerful skylar i think what i'm saying is that i've taken a story that you've made i've killed your you yes <laughs> and i've made myself god in your story yes you did you did i'm just waiting on a thank you is all i think that's what i'm saying sure i mean like if we went back to the original transcript of the story i wrote it was just a, a a woman going to town, seeing the beautiful scenery, coming back and noticing that it's all a little bit different, and she just kind of goes to sleep. She closes her eyes, and then the story is done. Then you killed her, and then you uh, tried to put her through eternity of hell, in which I said, let's continue the story where the old man tried to intervene to save her, but you still put her... put him in a hole and you make her go to heaven she dies still at the you should have known at this point what is this episode six if you're gonna offer any amount of sinister twist material that's where i'm gonna jump onto everything looks a little bit darker oh the fountain is black water now and all the caterpillars are (laughs) it was not black water uh, the tree died and now it's brown and gross that's your words. I, that, I cut that audio sample directly from your story. This story is a mirror that's just reflecting your own face at yourself. And I am just showing you what you did. So in the future, when um, others are making stories with a partner, mm-hmm. a friend, do you suggest the same outcome for our audience here? Like, do you think like, you know, if your friend's story doesn't turn out the way you want it to be, do you kill the character? <laughs> uh, what can we learn from this situation? Uh, if we just kind of put our personal feelings aside, what can we learn from Janet? What can we learn from the demon? What can we learn from the old man? Um, you know, what what was something that Janet learned? What did she, how did she grow by the end of the story, Skylar? Janet was in a place that a lot of us find ourselves in, which is, you know, you feel a little trapped. It could be trapped by your day-to-day, trapped by... Monotony. Yeah, the, no- the monotony of day in, day out. Maybe it's your job. Maybe it's whatever. Everybody can relate to that. And 
she got out of it in a way that she wasn't expecting or anticipating. But the way that she was not able to escape it was by trying the same method over and over again. You know? Yeah, I agree. I think that if you want to make a change, you just need to go ahead and do it. (laughs) You can either make a change or change is going to find you. How's that? You know, my question I think was, was she actually trapped the whole time? No, I don't think she was. I think that she could have just, she had full control of the situation, you know? And she's not as trapped as she thinks she is. She can really step out of it whenever she wants. Okay, what can we learn from the demon postman? So in the beginning of the story, the demon postman has a very easy job of keeping her in eternity. And by the end, he's exhausted. What does he learn by the end of the story? I think he is fine with the way that things turned out. Sure, because he wasn't in danger. He wasn't in in danger. He was just kind of content to get in there and try some things out. Cause a ruckus. Cause a ruckus? Make a splash. So I think something that I can learn is don't just mess with people for the fun of it. So, you know, be bold and you'll get the results you want. (laughs) Did he get what he wanted? I think he did. Is he better for it? That's hard to say. Are, are we better for anything? You know, where where someone's story might be entirely transformational for another, it might not necessarily be that way. And that's just kind of the nature of how stories in our lives interact. Maybe the postman is, is better for it in that he enjoyed the time that he had doing the things that he did. Maybe he's better mm-hmm. for it for having been been bold and, and tried things maybe he's never tried that particular spell before we don't know but i don't know that it was as transformational nor that it had to be as transformational for the postman as it was for janet i think for me what i'm going to take from this sacred story that we've created mm-hmm. is i'm going to worry about myself i'm going to be more of a janet like after this whole story is said and done i like janet more and She was just kind of focused on herself. You know, she kind of had a weird like phone addiction, a technology addiction. Sure. But at the end of the day, she wasn't meddling in other people's lives. She was focused on herself and she found some comfort in that. And she saw more beauty than the post office did, who's the post office man who's just kind of beating everybody up and throwing them in holes and everything. So be like Janet. You know, certainly the postman. In, in this story did some did some things in the story that maybe weren't so nice but I think that he you're really trying to get the audience to be like the post office attendant no I'm not trying I don't want anyone to be like the post office attendant I don't want that to happen but if your friend tells a story feel free to jump in and just kind of mix it all around like I did <laughs> ultimately no, let's, let's lift the veil a little bit that's kind of what I'm going for well, thanks so much for your story. I, I like it's a it's a very <laughs> sacred thing that you've done, which is create this beautiful universe for me to play in, and I appreciate that. So that that was the um, moving into New Horizons episode. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to this week's special moving episode of Story Boys. Thank you. Thank you for coming by. Tune in next week. Send us fan art. Tune in next week. Bye. Bye.